Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Steven and Mike. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Two Geeks and a Microphone Show. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the one, the only, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in Geekdom land, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Woo! I'm excited. I've got some, uh, let's see, potpourri to put on the stove. Uh, I got to get out my turkey and uh, get it all situated. So, uh, you're not going to put the potpourri on the turkey, are you? Nah, nah. We're just at potpourri is a nice Christmas Christmas time thing to have. So, yeah. <laughs> Nice. Do you guys have big plans? You guys getting family over? Uh, or? We're going to my sister's house tonight for Christmas Eve. That's what we normally do for Christmas Eve. Then Christmas morning, we'll have our family Christmas, and then we will head to her her sister's house um, sometime Christmas morning. Gotcha. <laughs> Whenever we drag our butts out the door, get there. <laughs> right. <laughs> we are doing Christmas Eve service uh, with Kelly's mom. And then afterwards, we are opening presents after that. Uh-huh. Uh, because we're going to be that family this year. That So because my wife loves to sleep in. Sleep in. <laughs> and we thought, you know. And with the weather, the weather, yeah, the way the weather's been, it's like really super cold. We oh thought we'd best even for Kelly's mom not to have to worry about getting out in the cold in the morning. So, ah, okay. so that's why we're doing it all tonight. So, yeah, it's been insanely cold here. Uh, yeah. You know, below freezing. We're talking zero temps, even negatives a few uh, few times. Right. Uh, it's been miserable. I, I, I hate winter already. <laughs> it's just a weird cold snap or something i don't it's like really cool the so here i have to say it was it's the coldest it's ever been for me since my time in montana wow and and when it hit the the lowest temperature for us here at my house was negative 39 holy cow yeah (laughs) i had heard that we actually got temperatures colder than some parts of montana which i was shocked um because I, it still doesn't sound quite. I mean, we're cold. We are super cold. But, it's cold, uh, and you've got yeah. that wet cold. <laughs> I don't know. It's not as bad as what we've had this past year. Like uh, at the beginning of the year, we had a heck of a snowstorm that was insane. Um, so far, it's better than that. And then we had the rainstorm in July, which was strange. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I don't know. We've had some weird weather. <laughs> well, hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We are um, we're going to have a fun day today because Mike and I decided last week we're going to watch a movie. We were talking about Christmas movies and stuff. We were talking about ones that we hadn't seen or couldn't remember seeing um, that the other one liked. So um, so we've got that in store. I watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And Mike, you watched 
Die Hard. Yeah, which is one of I my finally favorites. get to answer the question, is Die Hard a Christmas movie or not? I know. I'm excited. So stay <laughs> tuned, everybody. So, but before they do that, we've got our uh, geeky news and geekdar ahead of us. So uh, uh, I guess we will get started with... Uh, I really don't have anything for geeky news uh, unless we want to go into more James Gunn rumors. Um, you know, the, yeah, the hard part, well, go ahead and play the new, go, okay. go ahead and play our news thing. Time full of news. You just wanted to hear that. <laughs> I did actually. <laughs> you know, part of me is thinking, um, I, with all this James Gunn stuff going on, all the changes and this person saying this, this person saying that it has gotten so crazy. I don't know what to believe anymore. And I don't even know if we need to discuss it because we don't know if anything's true or not anymore. Well, that's what I was saying. Unless we want to, <laughs> we want to discuss James Gunn rumors. I mean, uh, let's see. The latest rumors is that he's firing everybody except for all the ones that he worked with. Which I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I disbelieve that or not. Really, I think that may be true. You know, um, he's buddies with John Cena, and and supposedly he's not. He's not canning her. He's not canning Margot Robio, Robio, however you pronounce her name. Uh, which yeah, I'm not saying they were bad or anything. You know, she makes a fantastic. Oh, Margot Robbie. Yeah, Margot Robbie. Okay. Uh, she makes a fantastic Harley Harley Quinn. You know. Oh, she makes a great one. Yeah. But I'm sorry if you're canning everybody else, then you need to can yeah. the ones that you yeah, are your favorites. Yeah, that's not right. You know. That's, yeah. I mean, if you're claiming you're starting from scratch, well, mm. then start from scratch. Don't don't play favorites here. Agreed. And, and Agreed. I got an issue with that. I don't like that. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I did see a funny meme. It said uh, it, it said so James Gunn wants to ditch Henry Cavill for a younger Superman. But yet he's keeping Robert Pattinson, who is 36 years old, who played a year two Batman. And Henry Cavill's only 39 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about Do you want, do you want a younger Superman story? No, I don't. No, I want Superman I, full powered. I, I agreed. I'm tired of reboots. I'm tired of, well, here's how he started. I want to see him in his prime. I mean, that's what yep. we got a little bit with Snyderverse with the Snyder cut. Right. And, you know, I actually, I liked what Schneider did with, uh, um, with Superman in the man of steel where he did retell him learning his powers and stuff. And I, I liked the way he did it, mm-hmm. but I don't need to see it again. I well, the, just the like, cool- I love Batman, mm-hmm. but I don't need to see crime alley again. Oh um, my goodness. Right. 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 I think the the one thing I'll agree with you about seeing his power in Man of Steel, where he was seeing his powers and stuff, that had story implications because you saw it happen again later on. It was setting up a, a, a what does George Lucas say? It's like it's like poetry. It it rhymes because <laughs> it was in the beginning, and then it gave it gave weight to understanding what happened later in the story. Right. I'm okay with that, but I don't want to see young Superman. I don't. I want to see Superman. We got young Superman when we got Smallville. Yep, 
And now rumor has it that the Man of Steel 2 was supposed to have Brainiac, which is <gasps> what I wanted. Oh, that would have been good. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Oh, and go we've ahead. not I'm sorry. had it. We've Other than the, uh, what was the show? The Krypton show that, that sci- Sci-Fi, I think, did, which mm-hmm. was not bad, actually. It was, it was a decent show. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only live action version of Brainiac we've gotten. And he was great. He, he was portrayed really well that they got the look of the ship with the skull and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we're just throwing it all away. Right. And, oh, it, it kills me. It really kills me. Uh, and yeah. um, what was the other rumor? There was another rumor I just heard. Um, gosh, it, I don't know. Penguin fell off the iceberg. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he slipped away. I think a whale ate him. <laughs> or a shark. Uh, that's awesome. Or maybe a whale shark. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I don't know. I don't know. In all openness, I don't know how I feel about all these changes or whatever, you know, all this stuff with with James Gunn. And I think the catalyst for it was yes, Henry Cavill, you're coming back as Superman. Oh, never mind. We changed our minds. I'm right. thinking uh that just still can shows, I think, for me, just the Warner Brothers Discovery Warner uh, ineptitude in handling the film franchise. Now in all fairness, I think once before we said we said James Gunn is a director. I don't know if he make a good studio director now technically he is partners with another guy i don't remember his name uh saffron it's like the it's like the three tenors people can name two of the three but they can't they can't name the third tenor who's the third tenor i don't know no i can't name the third one any of the three tenors (laughs) (laughs) wow so anyway that's the thing so i i don't know so yeah all right well we'll move on i'm sorry but i just that's right well, stay tuned, everybody, because Stephen is totally confused on this whole DC fiasco. You know what? I and, I just want him to announce something other than firings. Okay, announce some plans. Ooh, nice call. Give us some plans. Nice Give call. Us something yeah. to look forward to. Right? He hasn't given us one thing to look forward to yet. Right. And supposedly that's coming in January. So we got another week here. Okay. I I hope it finally comes. Give me something to look forward to because so far I'm not looking forward to anything you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, let's hit our geek dar then. Sorry. Wrong one. You don't need that private. We're right here. Now, what is it? Now, what is it? I'm having trouble with the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps, I've lost the sweeps, and I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know, the bleeps. The sweeps. And the creeps. That's not all he's lost. (laughs) I just saw a meme yesterday with mm-hmm. Michael Winslow and it says the one guy that can actually uh, describe the sounds that his cars are making to his mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is so true. Uh, so what, uh, what's your car doing? It's making this sound. 
And he can actually <laughs> the great and talented Michael Winslow. Wasn't he back on? Uh, didn't we see him like just recently? He was on America's Got Talent, or yeah, he was on there like a year ago. Was um, it a year ago? Okay, yeah, it was about a year ago. I was shocked that he was on America's Got Talent. I'm like, he should be one of the judges, not one of the contestants, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he should have been able to beat pretty much everybody on the, you know. But right. Yeah. I digress. <laughs> so what's on your geek dar? Or do you want me to go first? Uh, it doesn't matter. Whichever. Well, um, I was super excited to uh, see that Knives Out had a sequel. Oh, yeah. Um, Ruin Johnson. Right? So, which is the Glass Onion. Um, and... I missed it in the theater. I wanted to go see it. It was only out in the theater for a week, and I just couldn't make it out there. I, I wanted to, and I didn't see it. And so then um, it hit Netflix yesterday. Um, and so Kelly and I watched it last night. Yeah. And it's really good. And so the funny thing is, is, you know, at the end when it says written and directed by Ryan Johnson, I was like, I thought the same thing, Ryan Johnson, you know, in it, I, you know why it was good, right? Because it had nothing to do with Star Star Wars, Wars, right? (laughs) Knives Out was great. I enjoyed the first one. And then this one, Glass Onion was good. The great list of actors um that were in it they all did great kate hudson's character was just <laughs> it was hysterical uh a little not I, when i say over the top i only mean that in the aspect of uh that was her character and she did it well she could have overacted it and she didn't and it was good um but you know you got ed norton in there and you know and my brain went don't make him angry you wouldn't like him when he's angry <laughs> I would have loved it if there would have been a reference to that. That would right. be fantastic. That's just like uh, Violent Night. There should have been a, a Thor reference in there, you know, just because he has the sledgehammer. And, you know, mm-hmm. Megan and I were talking about that last night. We're like, man, we were so disappointed there was no Thor reference right. in Violent Night. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So it's, if I would say for anybody out there, if you see Knives Out, you will enjoy Glass Onion just because. Uh, just the main character, you know, you know, Grant's Daniel Craig, James Bond kind of a thing, but he kind of set the stage when he did knives out for this character and he took the character a little bit further. It was really good. Um, the, the movie is really in three parts. There's this whole section of the murder mystery. Then there's a flashback. Then, then it's how do things wrap up? And, and it's, it's not like a murder mystery it is sort of trying to figure out who done it, but it really isn't. Um, it's a little different. It's, it's just a good character, interesting film. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'll put it there. I'll say that. So if you like, if you like murder mystery styles, it's pretty good. And, and so, all that. so how many Steven skips? Zero. Oh, wow. Cause wow. it's a murder mystery. So murder mysteries, I don't skip. So, <laughs> If I'm going to sit down and watch one, then I got to make sure I have the time because I don't Steven skip them. Okay. Unless they're really bad, then I do. But <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, I got a, two things on my Geek Dar, actually. So since it's uh, Christmas Eve today, um, this, last, uh, this last couple days, I've been 
on a Doctor Who Christmas kick. <gasps> oh, to. okay. Yep. I've been listening to some Big Finish audios of Doctor Who. Um, one I just found out about, which was, uh, I can't think of the title of that one. Hold on, Big Finish. Try to bring up my app. Uh, what was it? Oh, Blood on Santa's Claw with the uh, Sixth Doctor, Colin Baker. Which which actually is a free one, so you can go on there and get it for free. That that one's pretty good. And then uh, my go to for Christmas with with Doctor Who big audio is Chimes of Midnight with Paul McGann, the Eighth Doctor, which is just an incredible uh, story, and it all happens on Christmas Christmas Eve, and it, it's a really good story. So if you're into Doctor Who, check those out. Okay. And then of course I've been watching several. Doctor Who Christmas specials. I watched like four of them yesterday. It was a lot of fun. Um, but the big thing on my geek tour is this. And we're going to do a little screen presentation. Ooh, okay. We'll hey, have to de- describe it a little bit once you. All right. So Ready? those who are listening by audio. Yes. All right. DC presents. Batman and Spawn. Done by Greg Cabulio and Todd McFarlane. Ooh. It's pretty sweet, too. It looks good. The art looks fabulous. Oh, my gosh. Um, so it said December. So did it come out? Yeah, I got it this week. Um, in fact, it is sitting here right here. Nice. He's holding up everybody. So if you're listening to the audio, you can please check out our YouTube page or our Facebook page for the uh, video. Now, this is the standard cover. There's like, I don't know, 12 different covers for this thing. Oh. I mean, come on. You got Greg Capulio and you got Todd McFarlane. Right. Of course, you're going to have. Right. So how, much is, covers. so how much is each book? Because if you look at each cover art, maybe as its own artwork, is that cheaper than a poster? Well, the standard one is, I don't know, four bucks. I want to say four bucks. I can't, I don't see where the price is. I don't know. Um, the girl at, at Fantasy, she kept wanting to, she kept trying, trying to get me to get other, uh, other covers. covers. Yeah, she's like, oh, do you want this cover? You you want the McFarlane cover? Look, look, I just want the standard cover, okay? She's like, well, that's Capulio and McFarlane. Okay, that's that's what I want. I want the two of them. But but you, you really want the No, no. If I go down this rabbit hole, I'm going to end up with all of them, and I don't want to spend that much money. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you on the discipline. Well done. <laughs> like, look, I know they're going to have beautiful art. I just need the one so I can get the story and then I'm good. And yeah, I was good. And it's, it's a good story. Um, they bring Batman and spawn together. Kind of, it's almost like an in between thing where you, you kind of get them in between Gotham and New York and in their, in their respective universes and such. But like if Batman manages to get spawn over onto his side, spawn kind of loses his powers he doesn't have the powers that the hell spawn powers that he normally has. Interesting. So Batman's able to beat the snot out of him. <laughs> Cause you know, 
Batman really can't beat this not out of spawn. There's no right. Way. <laughs> not not with the powers that spawn has. But it, it's pretty cool because it shows the parallels between the two characters and how there are a lot of likenesses between spawn and batman mm-hmm. and then it hit me i didn't even realize i've been a spawn fan for years ever since mcfarland came out with spawn and mm-hmm. you know when he introduced image comics and such um granted i haven't been following spawn for probably the last 15 years but uh it, it just hit me i was like hey wait a minute each one's main bad guy each one's main villain is a clown and I, it didn't hit me until today. <laughs> oh, I never thought about that either. Yeah, I didn't either. I'm like, oh, wow. They One's each- fatter than the other. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're both just as demented as each other, though. I don't know. I think the Spawn one's a little bit more. I don't know, because they show the, the one in here that cut his own face off. That's the Joker they show in here. Oh, and I don't like, like that one. Yeah. yeah, but it's appropriate for this. Yeah, sure it plays well with this story. It's like, right. yeah, that's probably the right j- version of the Joker to pick for this story. Cause he's just as demented as the violator, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> I love it. It's, it's a great issue. Um, uh, spoiler alert. Um, so if you're not wanting any spoilers for this comic book, just pause the video or just fast jump, do a Steven skip on the video here. <laughs> Um, it looks like at the end there will be a, I mean, this is a one shot story, but it looks like they've set up for a sequel. They set up for a sequel. So, so, and there, there was another time where, uh, image and, and DC got together and, and did a Batman spawn, uh, series and several years back, I think, I think about 20 years ago. I don't know. It's been a mm-hmm. long time. Um, they did a crossover back then too. You can now get that hardback. Um, they got it at uh, Barnes and Noble now. I'm sure they got it on Amazon too. So, but um, yeah, I, I need to go back and get the hardback. I'm I probably have bought the issues in the past, but I just don't remember it. So there you have it. That's my uh, right on. Very cool. All right, spawn. Cool. All right. Now is it time? I think it's time. Is it time? It's time for the main event. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. We are here to discuss a couple of Christmas movies. There has been some debate about uh, one of these, if it really is a Christmas movie or not, and Michael is here to give us the lowdown on his thoughts. I am here to give my thoughts on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, that's on Mike's top 10. Top 10 or top 5 for you? Oh, that's number 1. <laughs> oh, it's number 1. Okay. That is all my right. absolute favorite Christmas movie of all time. <laughs> okay. And then... Uh, and then uh, uh, that's exciting. And so then uh, in my top 5 is... Die Hard and the first Die Hard movie. And if it is truly a Christmas movie or not, we will have that discussion today. Do you watch um, any of the other Die Hard movies by any chance? I've seen I've seen number two. I've okay. seen number three with Samuel Jackson, um, which that's a good one. Uh, two is okay. Three okay. was good. The one with Samuel Jackson was good. Um the I have seen the fourth one only once. I think that's 
live free, die hard, die hard, live free or something like that. And I haven't seen the one after that. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. Uh, Believe it or not, I've never watched any die hard movies up until now. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) That's all right. I kind of prided myself. You know, that that was one of those movies that everybody in the world and their brother and their sister and their cousin Martian, their cousin from Mars have all seen, you know, and tout and, you know, it's the greatest movie ever, blah, blah, blah. So I kind of prided myself. I, I hadn't ever seen it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I just won't watch it, you know. So until now, yeah, I finally watched it. I finally watched it. So. it. Took me what thirty years, some odd years to watch. That's all right. Uh, Angie's in the chat. Angie, hey, she goes. I prefer. And Merry well, Christmas, Merry Christmas, Angie. By the way, uh, she says she prefers one, three, and the last one. Okay, I'll have to watch the last one then. If she thought that was and all, yes, Brenda says I broke you. So just from saying, you know, he prided himself and now he's, you know, he didn't do it for me. He did it for the podcast. He did it for <laughs> our folks out there. Uh, <laughs> That's right. It's for the podcast. It's one for the team. <laughs> I got to say, this wasn't a hard one to do. <laughs> now, if it was the Mariah Carey Christmas special, that's uh, a different story. We, we, we might have had, had to do separate podcasts. <laughs> You're doing your own on that one, pal. <laughs> and that's not happening on my show. <laughs> nope. All I want for not, Christmas. Not going to do it. Not, <laughs> Nope, nope, nah, gonna, thousand points of light. Nah, gonna yep. do it. All right. So uh, here's what we'll do. Uh, let me give you my rating for Christmas Vacation. Um, Christmas Vacation. Oh, wait, is, wait, wait. What's your scale? What's my scale? Yeah, what's oh, your scale? That's a good question. That's a good question. Here, wait a minute. I got an idea. I'll pick your scale and you pick mine. Okay. All okay. right. Go for it. Since right. we watched each other's movies, I'm going to, and your scale is going to be Cousin Eddie RVs. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, <clears throat> for a Christmas film, uh, it's an older film. I got to get, you got to give perspective for that because as I watched it and stuff. But um, there it's are parts, still, it's still, I, there it's were parts in there that I laughed out loud. Good. So, the so I I'd give it eight out of ten. I'll give nice. it eight out of ten RVs. Yeah, nice. Because nice. uh, yeah, the whole scene in the attic just kept cracking me up. Because Chevy Chase is great at physical comedy. <laughs> oh my gosh, that scene is amazing. Yeah. I love that scene. <laughs> I think there's a lost art to physical comedy. There sure um, is. You're absolutely right. And it it was he just did it, it. Just that scene itself was I was like. This is pretty good. It's stuff. So there was other stuff too. I mean, him trying to put up the lights and. Well, you know, anytime Randy Quaid is on screen is a great moment. Yeah, that's true too. That is true too. <laughs> you know, you know that, that metal plate, the government put in my head, Clark. Well, yeah, he had to take it out and put it in, put in a piece of plastic. Wasn't, it's not quite as, as firm as the, <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I pissed my pants and forgot who I was for about 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I love Cousin Debbie. Eddie. Oh, gosh, he was funny. It was really oh. good. I loved it. They're all sitting there looking at the lights, and all of a sudden, he's there. <laughs> I can't believe you're standing right here in front of me. <laughs> right. I don't know if it would be an every year movie for me, though. Oh, my gosh. It's every year for me. I could watch it, it all year round. So what was really funny, we had already discussed, you and I had already discussed about me watching the film. And and so we had our office Christmas party for uh, Simplify Church. And we were doing it. And so one, one of the team members had created a you know, Christmas question list. Nice. And you had to answer and whoever got the most answers correct, you know, won a prize and stuff. But one of the questions on there was how many lights were on the Griswold house? Oh man. I, and I watch it every year too. Gosh. And so I missed it, but well, when I watched the movie, it's in I there. Was, I, it is in there. I paid attention to it. It's you want me to give the answer? Uh, spoiler yeah, alert. 25. Uh, Angie got it. Nice, Angie. She put it in the chat. 25,000. 25,000 Italian, uh, Italian twinkly light, twinkling lights or something to that extent. <laughs> you got to get the Italian in there. That's really important. Right. right. I don't think we did that. We should have done Imported that. Imported Italian. Right. <laughs> See, yeah. If, if you wanted to be really knowledgeable you would have added the imported I, italian I, I will say that whole sequence that whole scene um with the lights going on and off was probably one of the best tension filled moments of any comedy i've ever seen but now the question is does that count the twinkling ones because the, you know the little ones weren't twinkling right <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's so much I could quote in this movie. <laughs> That's great. That's so good. Okay, um, so you watched Christmas Vacation. Yes. I watched Die Hard. Um, yeah. I, I got to say, uh, I am a fan of Bruce Willis. I like Bruce Willis. Uh -huh. But like I said, I just kind of prided myself on not seeing it because everybody in the world has seen it. And uh -huh. everyone uh -huh. makes a big deal out of it, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, this could be one of those ones I'm not going to watch. <laughs> you know, you, you ready? You, you you want it? Your scale? Yes. What's my scale? Nakatomi Towers. I knew that was going to be it. <laughs> Nakatomi Towers. I mean, what else are you going to choose in this movie? But, uh, All right. <laughs> uh, either that or shoes or cigarettes. <laughs> oh, nice. That's true. Nakatomi Towers sounds pretty good. Though. Nakatomi Towers. I would actually give this now. Okay, I, I want to state. This is not going to be a yearly Christmas movie for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I really like this movie. It, it was a lot of fun. I mean, this, this has everything I enjoy in it. It has action. It has some comedy in it, you know, here and there sprinkled into it. Right. Um, it's right. just got Bruce Willis kicking ass. You know, let's, let's face it. It, it, it really is a good movie. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy it. I knew I would like it. I've always known I'd like it um, because like I said, I, I'm a big, uh, big fan of uh, Bruce Willis's last boy scout. That's a good, Oh, one. right. Um, that's probably one that a lot of people don't even remember out there, but yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I yeah. remember in that one, uh, Jason and I went and seen that one in the movie theaters together 
and somebody makes a comment to him about dancing or they made a comment to him and he said, if I get through this, I'm going to dance a jig, uh, uh, Irish jig. And at the end, you see him on the top of a billboard. And what's he doing? He's dancing an Irish jig. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, so this one kind of reminds me a lot of that, you know, mm-hmm. that movie. Um, I would give it nine out of 10. Wow. You had fun with it. Yeah. Why? I really, I really liked the movie. Uh, again, I'm a big fan of Bruce Willis. I like Bruce Willis and mm-hmm. um, great action, just fantastic movie all together. And, um, and of course you, you, you can't beat, uh, uh, Alan Rickman. I mean, Alan Rickman was incredible. Yeah. He, he's fantastic. He's yes. great in everything he he's in. So. He's great in everything he does. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Now, again, I probably would not make this an annual Christmas movie per mm-hmm. se, mm-hmm. Um, just because you know I I got a lot of Christmas movies to get in. <laughs> right, right. It's not an annual one for me, but it is one of my top five. I really but like it. I will state I will state this. I do agree. It's a Christmas movie. Okay. All right. Mike is saying it is a Christmas movie. Yeah. I, I will I will state that. It is definitely a Christmas movie. It will not be a yearly event for me, but it is definitely a Christmas movie. But I okay. also go on the record of saying Batman Returns is also a Christmas movie. All uh, right. I saw you posted that. I thought that was great. <laughs> Which I did watch earlier this week. Did you? That was great. Yeah. Yeah. That falls in line with the whole Batman Returns. It takes place at Christmas. You know. Oh, it's it's so Christmas centric, you know? I mean, yeah. Every every scene just about in Batman Returns has got something Christmassy in it, you know. Um, if it's not the, uh, the snow cap Gotham city to the, the Christmas trees, to the lights and holiday pop party, you know, Christmas parties that they're at the fact that the main line in the movie, you know, uh, um, let's see, what is it? Uh, it's about mistletoe. Um, oh gosh, I can't think of it. Something about mistletoe being deadly if you eat it. Uh, oh i can't remember the whole line but she says part of the line he says part of the other line and then when they're back together as batman and catwoman they reverse the line and that's when they figure out who each other are which Mm -hmm. which i love that's one of my favorite moments in the movie so anyway i i say batman returns as much as as much of a christmas movie as die hard is right Oh, Zach says uh, the long kiss goodnight could be seen as a Christmas movie, but not to the extent that Die Hard is. The long mm. kiss goodnight. I don't know that movie. Oh, it's a great Gina Davis film. It's probably okay. one of the best Gina Davis movies. It's in the it's in the vein of like La Femme Nikita, um, that female assassin uh, type story. It, I, where I would say that La Femme Nikita, I think, takes place over a certain period of time. Excuse me, Long Kiss Goodnight. Um, but if you, have, if you haven't seen it, it's a good one. Zach got it. Zach is our Tito today. Mistletoe. Yeah, yeah right on. Even deadlier. Nice. Yep. Yep, that's it. Exactly. Thank you, Zach. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember it. Yeah. Penguin slid I, off the iceberg. He was like holding on to the side of the iceberg on that one. Yeah. 
Yeah. And Zach gave, gave him a helping hand back onto the iceberg. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I will definitely go out on a limb here and say that Die Hard is definitely a Christmas, a Christmas movie. movie. Okay. And, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. If you haven't seen it, which I doubt anybody watching this has not seen it other than me up until now. Um, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's a great movie. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. Uh, Zach's following up, everybody, about uh, talking about Long Kiss Goodnight, saying that Mike would love Long Kiss Goodnight. Great script by Shane Black. I'll have to check it out. It is, it is a lost treasure of, of an action film. Gotcha. It's uh, just real quick. It's uh, 20 seconds. The film starts off. She, she's a housewife. All of a sudden she's showing these skills like these. She's really good with a knife. She, she has amnesia. She's trying to figure out who she is. And then, uh, she's like, Oh, I must've been a chef. Give me this. And she starts slicing up. You're like, Oh, okay. Only to find out later, you know, I'm not spoiling anything. Cause it's, it's all in the, it's an old movie, everybody, but she's an assassin but it's the whole story. And then, but she has a family now and, and how does she reconcile this really hardcore, you know, assassin with now she has a family kind of a thing. It's really, it's a really interesting dynamic. Um, but once she gets her full memory back, yeah. Poop pits the fan. <laughs> oh, you know, a- another uh, thing that I love about Die Hard is the fact that, um, Reynold, Reynold Johnson is in it. Reginald. Reginald Johnson. Reginald Johnson is in it. And, mm-hmm. you know, Carl Winslow. <laughs> is that Carl guy Winslow. everything that he plays? Makes me wonder. <laughs> we should, with that, boy, what a great trivia. How many movies has Reginald Johnson, Reginald Vell Johnson, I think, or something like that. How, how, many, how many shows has he been where he's played a cop? Well, you had you had Carl Winslow in it. You had the mm-hmm. uh, the principal from uh, Breakfast Club in it. Oh, right. And then we also had I forgot uh, about that. Yeah, uh, the reporter. The reporter. Where was he from? He was from something else. Oh yeah. And I pointed it out when we watched it the other night too. And oh, I can't see who it was. Penguin slipping yeah. off the iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that reporter, I couldn't stand him. Oh yeah, he made it such a great jerk. He was. And then (laughs) okay, I gotta ask, why is it all the terrorists in this movie they look like they're they should be on the cover of a romance novel? (laughs) With the long hair. You're talking about the main bad guy, the main uh, the main henchman. Yeah. uh, Yeah. We I, I I all through the movie I kept kept going, we need to hurry up and get this done with. I've got a photo shoot for my latest <laughs> romance novel. <laughs> I am Hans and this is Franz and we are here to pump, pump you up. You up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, all he needed to do would be swishing his hair back, you know? <laughs> right. Every time he did it, right? It, Brenda goes, oh, where's Brenda? Uh, yep. Fabio. Fabio. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yes. I'm sorry. Fabios do not make good terrorists. <laughs> That's right. probably the only downfall of this whole movie. <laughs> Who was the other one back then? Kevin Sorbo as Hercules. Yeah, Kevin, right. It was another but one. Kevin yeah. Sorbo wasn't. I mean, 
I wouldn't compare him to, I wouldn't put him on the same level as Fabio. No, it was all the hair motion. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Claire, uh, Angie said you also had Clarence Gilliard Jr., um, who was on Matlock. Yes, he was oh, yeah, also yeah. on Walker, Texas out. Ranger. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, mm -hmm. Brenda pointed out that, yeah, he was from Matlock. He, he wasn't the same character that he is in Matlock at all. <laughs> no, no. Um, he um, he just passed away recently. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Uh, I think Chuck Norris did a some kind of made some kind of uh, nice remark about him or something like that kind of a thing. But yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I really enjoyed it. My mom used to watch Matlock all the time. So that's when I first saw him. And then when I went back and realized he was in Die Hard, it's like, oh, no, wait, he's a bad guy. What's what's his line in Die Hard? And he's toast. <laughs> <laughs> he says that. <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, yeah, I can quote some of, of, uh, uh, of Die Hard. Well, Everyone knows the 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 main quote. <laughs> That's right. Go ahead. I know it's on the tip of your tongue. Yippee came. Beep. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> I you know I did love how uh, he he was Alan Rickman was co uh, comparing him to uh, John Wayne. And and who was it? He was like, no, no, I was I'm more of a Roy Rogers kind of guy. I always like the sequin jackets, <laughs> sequin coats. <laughs> right. That was great. I love that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So good. Um, so, good. so what was your what were your favorite parts in Die Hard? What was your favorite? <laughs> Pretty much favorite? anytime Bruce Willis is. <laughs> is on screen <laughs> right. i mean he is the movie let's just face it bruce right. is, is awesome in this loved him um and I, I i i did like the moment where he finally meets hans and you know you have even brenda she'd seen the movie before and she's going come on john figure it out and i'm like he already knows, he knows. <laughs> john's not that stupid he knows who this guy is and he knew the whole time. And I loved it. I, I absolutely loved that. That was right. Um, and then there's some great Alan Rickman moments in the movie. Yeah. There's fabulous Alan Rickman. Moments. Yeah, Those two really make the film. It, you know, if, if it, if you didn't have those two, this, this movie would have flopped. <laughs> Agreed. So. Agreed. That's what made the difference. I don't know if I heard any rumors about who was, um, what's the word? Um, who might have been cast? Instead. Yeah, yeah. Who may have cast differently? But I love Alan Rickman. Um, I, I love him in. I mean, I mean, he was in Harry Potter, and it was fun to see him in Harry Potter. But I already liked him before Harry Potter. Oh yeah, I you know one of my favorite roles of him is Robin Hood. Um, oh, he made such a good bad guy. Oh, he was so good. I'll cut your I'll cut your uh, uh, spleen out with a spoon. Why a spoon? <laughs> Because it's dull, it'll hurt more. <laughs> you know? Right. It's just, I mean, his delivery is just fantastic. He's so good. And then, of course, right? he's awesome in Galaxy Quest. <laughs> uh, never give up. 
Never surrender. <laughs> but he was my great. My well, hammer. That's it. I avenge thee. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, he was fabulous. Oh, was, oh, was so yeah. Good. Zach gave a good line here. Which one? You asked for a miracle, Theo. I give you the FBI. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good quote. That was a good one. That was a good one. Wait, wait. We should do it in the voice. You ask for a miracle, Theo. I give you the FBI. <laughs> All right, so let's move back over to Christmas Vacation a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely. So what's your some of your favorite parts in Christmas Vacation? So Christmas Vacation, the, the whole attic scene I referenced earlier, yeah. was, is Great just, scene. that is my favorite scene. That's where I really laughed out loud because I, I love physical comedy. And Great. I love physical comedy done well. Not, you know, the, it's not, it, we went to go see the latest Jackass movie. Um and that's physical oh, comedy, those. but, but, and that's just, that's, that's just, just stupidity is all it, it is. It is where, but what Chevy Chase did in that attic was prime 100% true artistic physical. What comedy. Chevy Chase did is three stooges. That's what that is. And mm, okay. I love the three stooges. Right, Brenda hates the three. That's probably why she hates Christmas Vacation because she hates the three stooges. (laughs) (laughs) I just figured it out finally. Took me all these years to figure that out. It was great, you know, hitting the boards and the boards coming and hitting them. And then once he fell through the 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 whole thing where she pulled down it, pulled (laughs) the thing, and he fell through it, you're just like, (laughs) yeah. Megan and I are always like, why doesn't he just crawl out now? Right, <laughs> he's still sitting there. Right, uh, yeah. So, oh gosh, the the Jello scene. Brenda said, she, if she had to pick out a favorite scene, it had to been the Jello scene. The Jello scene. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Which What's the Jello scene? I missed that. Jelly of the Month Club. I'm not sure what she means by the Jello scene. I don't know. All right. So um, it it may come to us here in a minute. Um, The other thing I really enjoyed was the, the lights when the, the lights came on. Oh, Oh, cat food. food. Oh, Oh, (laughs) this one tastes like lime. Uh, oh gosh! And then um, the 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 scene where he turning on the lights or lights. All right, everybody, get ready. Drum roll. You know, nothing happens. And then and then she goes and turns on the light, and then it's like oh. But that but of course, I thought that was going to happen right when the first time he attempted to do so. But then you realize that. He checked all those 25,000 light bulbs. Was <laughs> we checked every light, didn't we? Oh, yeah, dad. I'm sure we did. <laughs> well, we'll just have to get up there and check them again. Oh, look, look how late it is. I gotta get to bed. I gotta do my homework, wash the car, <laughs> pay the bills, feed the hog. <laughs> You know, the other thing great about the vacation series is the fact that the kids change just about every movie. 
they're, they're not. Oh, the really? Ball. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, yeah. I got it. So <laughs> we don't have any moderators in here. Today. I know it's just the two of us. Sorry, everybody. We had to get take care of a, <laughs> a, a spam, spam bot, yeah. spam bot in, our, in YouTube. Oh yeah, gosh. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, there are so many good lines in in Christmas Vacation. Um, so, what else did you? Did you enjoy? So the Julie Louise Dreyfus and I don't know who the other actor is and stuff. Um, they were so snobby, stuck up, you know, kind of a things and stuff. But I loved it when the the two two things I really enjoyed. One was, you know, he was putting up the lights and then he fell and then you know he grabbed the gutter and the ice went through their window and like why is it all wet in here you know kind of that's, like, that's one of megan and i's favorite part <laughs> why is the carpet all wet todd i don't know margo <laughs> i love those two <laughs> right and then, and then my second favorite scene with them, that was my first one. The second one was when the lights came on, they're like, ah! <laughs> they <got blinded. laughs> I like, uh, Hey, Griswold, where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? Bend over. I'll show you. Oh yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of nerve talking to me like that. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> There's so many good lines, oh, right? Oh, oh my goodness! So, uh, yeah. So it's um, th- those were my main favorite scenes. Um, Randy Quaid stuff. Oh, come on, Randy's awesome in this movie. It was good. He was good. But you asked me my favorite parts, and That's I fine. think those were my favorite ones. I oh, would say see, I, I love I love every scene that Randy's in. He's so good. He is so funny, especially, yeah. you know, of course, the ultimate. Merry Christmas! Shitterful! <laughs> right? In fact, I, oh, I love that scene God. so much that I had to buy a sticker that I'm going to put on our camper right above the uh, black tank outlet. So. Uh- <laughs> That way I, I always know exactly where the black black tank outlet is. Nice. <laughs> and I've told Brenda I was going to get a cousin Eddie hat and some <laughs> and a bathrobe. And, oh every time gosh! Empty the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying to find someone had posted somewhere, and I can't remember. I I, I couldn't remember if it was Three Geeky Dads or something. The they had done the they showed a stormtrooper and it was like the stormtrooper was in the elevator and it says ho 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 now i have a gun or something like that oh okay <laughs> and i was like that is total nakatomi tower yeah, yeah. reference now i've got a machine gun yeah yeah yeah, yeah that was a great <laughs> scene i love that yeah i love that <laughs> wow. what were some of your favorites Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I know everybody. It's it is I, Christmas time and it's been busy. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and I I haven't got a lot of sleep this week either. It's been I don't know. Sleep has been rough this week. It stinks getting older everybody. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. <laughs> um I don't know. Right, I, your birthday is this week? 
yes, it is. Happy early birthday, sir. Thank you, sir. Speaking of getting older, <laughs> I will be a young 52 years old. <laughs> no, I, I really did enjoy that scene too, where, where he sends the, the dead guy down <laughs> with the message. Ho, ho, ho. I have a machine gun. Right. <laughs> Somebody put up a great meme that's, uh, you know how they're always like, make sure and leave, uh, like, uh, for, for what is it? One says, uh, make sure and leave, um, uh, I forget what it is. Something for Captain America on 4th of July, you know. Um, but there was one that says, make sure and put, uh, shoes and cigarettes in your, uh, <laughs> In your duck air conditioning duck on the plane. <laughs> so somebody posted, a, they had a Christmas ornament and it looked like a duck, like duck work. Oh, I've duck. seen that. And, 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 and you look inside, it's John McClane with his lighter. <laughs> That's great. Uh, there were some, there were some uh, um, behind the scenes shots and i bought it digitally on itunes oh there were some a few extras not a lot but there were some extras of him in the the ducting (laughs) oh really it was pretty funny (laughs) so he actually did get inside one of those to do some of those scenes that that was pretty cool i like that (laughs) we'll get together we'll have some laughs Come to LA. We'll get together. We'll have some laughs. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, and the the limo guy, Argyle. Argyle. What kind right. of name is Argyle? Argyle right. <laughs> well, there were Argyle socks back then. <laughs> yeah, but who names a person Argyle? Argyle. <laughs> that's just I don't know. I don't know. Really, that's your name. <laughs> I mean, even if you picked that name, that was terrible. What the right? <laughs> But yeah, that guy was just blowing me away. You know, him partying in the back of the limo, waiting for a phone call from John. Right. <laughs> and I guess that was a little dated because of the car phone and everything. You know, because it was such a big deal that he had a car inside the the limo or phone, a car inside the limo, phone inside the limo, and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a little dated there, but I get it because I'm old. So. <laughs> No, it was a good movie. I, I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, yeah, good. I enjoyed. I enjoyed Christmas Vacation. It was fun. Um, I'm glad you did. I did. I did. Uh, it, it was is good one to have of my all time favorite Christmas movies. You know, I will have to watch it again and really pay attention to Randy Quaid's character more. Because <laughs> so it's like, okay, Mike really like this, you know, kind of a thing. So, you know, I'm not one to impose, but. I, I made a little list. <laughs> Starting with the kids alphabetically. <laughs> I like all the dog food he's buying too. And then, and then Clark puts his light bulbs up there and he throws another 50 pound bag of dog food onto the light bulbs. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, um, that was good. There were so many good mo- moments. Yeah, yeah. I would love to hear from everybody. What is uh, what? What is 
your guys's favorite Christmas movies. This was good because I'd like to see us like next year, even even do this again. See what some of the any of okay. our uh, listeners and, and viewers what they like and uh, and see what's out there that we may not well, have seen. Next year, I'm adding Violent Night to my list. Oh yes, that's definitely going on there. That's yeah. going to become an annual event. It has. Right. That was such a good movie. I love that. Yep. Angie goes when he kidnapped his boss and put a bow on him. That was funny. That was absolutely fun. It's like, man, how's he going to get out of this one? <laughs> if anybody's looking for any last minute gift ideas for me, I'd like Frank Shirley, my boss. I'd like him brought here, right here, right from his merrily splendor out on Melody Lane, where all the other rich folks live. And I want to tell him what what kind of I can't remember the whole line. I love that spew. That is a great, great scene. Yep. Agreed. Ready to do some ass kissing. <laughs> I will admit that was probably one of the funniest things. Somebody said they knew somebody who recreated that the whole police outside the house scene. You know, I wondered if the SWAT team in uh, uh, Die Hard was the same SWAT team because <laughs> they're as much idiots <laughs> as the SWAT team in Christmas Vacation. Right. I think it's right. the same team. I, I really, really do. <laughs> I mean, when they showed them, I'm like, wow, they got the SWAT team from Christmas Vacation here. Right. I can't it's, believe this. It's a multiverse crossover. Yes, it's a multiverse <laughs> crossover. That's it. We should we should really start looking at connective tissue between That's Christmas right. movies. How they're all Die related. Hard and Christmas Vacation are are they are share the same SWAT team? They're the same shared universe. <laughs> Who would have thought? That's a good one. I love it. <laughs> so it was perfect that we picked these two films. Right. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness, that's funny. Oh my goodness. So all right. Well, cool beans. Well, hey everybody. Um, we are coming up on the hour. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, real quick, I didn't mention this earlier, but we do have sponsors to the show, uh, affiliate sponsors. <laughs> I know, right? We've got Audible. Um, if you have never tried out Audible. I encourage you, please do. And from our link, which is www.audibletrial.com slash two geeks, T-W-O-G-E-E-K-S, um, audibletrial.com slash two geeks, you can get your first 30 days for free. It's a free trial. Um, you don't have to pay anything up front. Uh, it's a free trial. You get any audiobook to choose from for free. Um, and so if you don't, if you've never tried it out, I encourage you to please do. Um, it's fabulous. I have over 140 books in my library, audio books. I love them. Um, as I said, my favorite's been the Ian Desher, uh, Shakespeare, Star Wars, uh, series is just a hoot. Um, we get voice acting. It's like, it's almost like radio drama, but it is fabulous. Um, you also get access to the audible plus catalog where there's a whole bunch of other free books that come with your membership as well. Um, you, if you decide to continue on, uh, you get one credit 
per month to use on any audio book of your choice. Um, access to the Audible Plus catalog as well. I think it's $14.95 a month is what it is. Um, I love it. Um, I think it's great. You've got thousands of things to choose from in all kinds of different genres. So um, yeah, so check it out. AudibleTrial.com slash 2Geeks, T-W-O-G-E-E-K-S. Nice. Nice. And okay. Oh, uh, thanks, Angie. Angie put it in the, in oh, the Facebook yes. chat. Thank you very much, Angie. So, all right. Well, with that, everybody, we look forward to seeing you next week. It will be, is that technically New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve? Uh, I don't know. I can't access my It is. It is New Year's (laughs) Eve. It is New Year's Eve. So uh, we'll have a great show for you then. Uh, Be on the lookout. And, uh, yeah, with that, thanks for joining us, Mike. Any last thoughts? Um, Just make sure and go like us on Facebook and you know, all the places, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitch. If you're a Twitch subscriber, um, go check us out over there. Um, make sure to like, and subscribe to any, any of those places. Um, and on the YouTube videos, if you would, please go like the individual videos that also helps with the algorithm. So more people can see us and so on and so forth. Um, other than that, I think that's all I got. So, uh, switching over to our stuff. Okay. <laughs> <It's like laughs> All right. With that said, um, Merry Christmas to everyone. We will see you next week. Over and out. Yippee Kaye. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, may the force be